Welcome to the Live Explore podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe. Hello, everyone. I'm Sean Payne, uh, owner and founder of Live Explorer Real Estate and Lifestyle, and I have with me our founding agent, Isaiah Chass. Isaiah, thanks for joining. Of course. We got some uh, pretty important stuff to talk about today uh, with the real estate industry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think that the topic of this podcast is that history is starting to repeat itself um, and that experience and expertise matters in this market. And when I say that history is starting to repeat itself, uh, what I'm starting to see is messaging is similar now uh, in in some regards to what was happening during uh, the foreclosure crisis or prior to the foreclosure crisis that way. And so I just think it's good to, to uh, provide a little bit of perspective that way um, of, of kind of what's going on out there. So especially in a time right now that it is so crucial to have good knowledge and someone that provides expertise in their field. You know, we, I could get off topic, but no matter what industry it's in, it's so important to have someone that's knowledgeable about their craft, especially in this business right now, when we're in a, a market that is challenging to navigate, if you don't have someone helping you through that, uh, I, I think it's pretty easy to get lost and or make a, a pretty bad decision. Yep. No, exactly. Uh, you're right. You know, uh, I think we're, we're back in a market where, you know, again, experience matters and, and those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Uh, and that's what we're starting to see right now. You, you, uh, if you're a real estate professional, if you're, you know, a realtor or a mortgage broker, you, you don't necessarily have to have gone through the last market, um, but you uh, vicariously have had to go through the last market. And what I mean by that is like you have to have someone that's explained to you or advising you exactly what happened last time. And uh, and what I'm hearing more and more now is that, uh, you know, uh, I'm hearing more and more about those three, two, one buy downs, the two, one buy downs. And I really don't like those products because, um, you know, they're, they're totally different than the last time when we had adjustable rate mortgages, which was a big part of why we got into the foreclosure crisis. Totally different product. I get that. Um, you have to be well qual- qualified for this and you have to be qualified at the highest rate, uh, you know, not the, the teaser rates, but the highest rate. So I, I totally get that. But um, the economy is dropping and that's going to continue. And so what happens is that in a perfect world, when someone gets a three, two, one buy down, what they would do is, is with that, that lower mortgage monthly rate, they would, they would save and bank that money, that difference. Right. And then they would be in an okay situation. That's a perfect situation where they're where they're building up a little reserve, and that and that in, in that situation, if something happens, then they're okay. But here's the real world: is that that person uh, you know secures that that lower monthly mortgage payment, and then they're feeling like a little bit more you know financially sound. And when they need to buy that that new car and they're going to finance it, well, they tend to buy that more expensive car or the the one with the the you know the the more versions and options that are a little bit more expensive and what happens is like you know at the end of that year 18 months or something um they've they've you know their their monthly expenditures really are are where it would have been before with let's just say a, a fixed rate mortgage but they've they've added additional expenses and so what happens is like as a couple years go by you know like a 321 buy down you know you have a substantially lower monthly payment that that 
first year and then the next year it's a, it's a little bit higher and the next year it's a little bit higher and then it goes right. back to what what it what uh, you know th that fixed rate and what happens in this type of economy is that okay everything's good right now you can totally afford this you can qualify at that that final rate you can totally do that but if you don't make sound decisions and again like this is what happened last time and it's, it's natural that way it's not a perfect world where people overextend themselves in that time and then you know, the economy changes. Maybe they have to take a pay cut. You know, maybe they lose their job. Maybe their spouse loses their job. Something goes wrong, and and that way, uh, and, and then um, they're in a bind. Right. And, uh, you know, if— And if, the other thing I see with that is that, um, obviously, it's the way that three, a 3 two, one and a 2-1 buy-down is set up is obviously the biggest uh, price difference is in that first year. Uh, you know, if we had a crystal ball where the market would be in a year, that would be a whole different conversation. But I, I think no matter who you talk to, we're probably not going to be in a better market or a economy in general in 12 months than we are right now. Right. So where does that put you in, exactly. in a financial position 12 months down the road? Yeah, exactly. And if you're very disciplined and you're going to put that that money that you save away, then, then do it. Okay, go for it. But um, a lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And no, I mean, how many times do we hear someone say, oh, you know what? I'm not going to have an impound account on a mortgage because I'm just going to save it. And a lot of people do save money for their, their uh, property taxes. But a lot of times people say, oh, no, I'm not going to have an impound account. And they don't budget it. And then they're scrambling to come up with funds to pay their property taxes. Kind of like the same principle here right. is that, is that you know, if, you ha if you're disciplined enough to put that money aside, great, but most people aren't. And then what happens is that if you bought your home recently – you may not have enough equity to to uh, sell your home and, and come out of, come out of it whole. You may be in like what's called a short sale situation, which can hurt your credit for for a few years that way. So um, it, it's just really important to listen to people that have been through this last time. Um, you know, uh, I'm a big advocate of the the seven one arms and the uh, the the ten one arms um, because you know they have really good interest rates. Well, wait, let me. There's a caveat to that. Not not everyone has really good interest rates. There's some banks out there, you know. Supreme Lending, who I work with quite a bit, uh, has really great rates on these seven, one, and ten, one arms. But, but I they're like also those. better on the jumbo side right. compared yep. to the non-jumbo. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but I like those products because you're in a fixed rate mortgage. You know exactly where you're going to be one, two, three, four years down the road, and you can you can budget accordingly, and you're not going to like. I think you're less likely to overextend yourself with those products that way, and uh, you know. Uh, no one's crystal ball is totally clear right now. So, you know, I would think that every, everyone's saying, you know, 2024 is supposed to be kind of the rebound year after that. You know, a lot of people said that that, that we weren't going to be hit nearly that hard and, and, and maybe wouldn't even be in a recession. So in the event it's worse than 2024, you just want to kind of count on that. You don't want to get like, you know, especially in like a 2-1 buy down or something where, totally. you know, it's much shorter that way. So just be very, very cautious um, and, and think this through. Um, you know, I see, again, like a lot of people um, – pumping up these mortgages and I just don't think they, they exactly know what they're talking about right. that way and it's gonna be because they haven't seen like what happens when an economy downturns and when people lose their jobs and things like that and you know I, I see mortgage brokers who have been through it before that are advocating these loans and uh, you know I ask them maybe they don't have the access to the the seven and ten one arms at better rates or something like that but gosh it just doesn't seem like this is the best messaging out there right now so, yeah I mean the thing that I, I see is that uh, interest rates rising, it, it brought that uh, that business to a halt. 
the mm-hmm. mortgage business. And I, I think a lot of people were trying to come up with a solution to be able to get people into homes and get that monthly payment lower so that people would be able to make well, it possible. People get into loans. And I mean, you know, there's there's mortgage brokers and realtors that need to close deals. Right. So like everyone's pretty hungry right now. So just and make that's sure. their shiny penny to make it yes. you know, seem like something that, that will work. But in reality, it, it's probably not going to put you in that much better of a position down the road. Well, it, it, it potentially, if you're not very careful, it could put you in a really bad position. And again, like if you, if you bought in the last couple of years, you could find yourself in a situation where you, you have to sell and you don't have any equity. If you bought five years ago, well, then you're okay. And, and you right. can sell and you're going to come away with some equity, but you could find yourself in a bad situation. And I just don't think people are thinking that through right. um, that way. And I do think there's going to be opportunities here in real estate. Uh, but, uh, uh, again, use someone that, uh, uh, is experienced or has, uh, you know, uh, has someone that's feeding them good advice, like a good brokerage or a good team or something that way that's looking over data and trends and talking about the past. And again, um, I just hear a lot of things that I'm hearing last time that way. Totally. So. Yeah, we have a, a huge stack of, of data and analytics that we are able to look at and analyze and see what's going on, not only in our community, but areas that have a great effect on our you right. know regions, like uh, stemming from the, the Bay Area and coming north. And I, I think it's really important, no matter who who you're working with to make sure that it's someone that has a strong grasp on what's happening in the markets and especially in hyperlocal areas that yeah, it really is important to know what's going on. No, that, that's true. I mean, we spend, uh, you know, uh, a substantial amount of time every week, every Tuesdays at our office meeting going over and diving into data and seeing if we can spot any trends, short, long term, you know, anything going on that way. So um, and uh, I've been through it before and I, I certainly harp about uh, these type of things that are meeting. So I think that the message is pretty clear that way. So. You know, I think that's pretty much it in terms of like just just you have to have someone experienced out there. Um, Read the fine print, see see what you're getting yourself into before you make a decision. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, uh, again, my name is Sean Payne, owner and founder of Live Explorer Real Estate and Lifestyle. And uh, Isaiah, thank you for for joining us again today. And if you have any questions about the market, mortgage or real estate, uh, we're happy to to try to get them answered for you. If you can't, we can put. The appropriate people in front of you to get them answered and uh, please like and subscribe uh, to this channel so that uh, you can see more of us in the future see you guys next time have a good day welcome to the live explore podcast if you like what you hear please hit like and subscribe